0: SECTION 9 OF BIRDS AND NATURE, VOLUME 12, NUMBER 1, JUNE, 1902. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION, OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. RECORDING BY APRIL 6090, CALIFORNIA, UNITED STATES OF AMERICA. DICK, THE STORY OF A DOG. My first remembrance is when I was about two weeks old, and lived with my mother, brother, and sister in a fancy basket that stood in the corner of a pleasant room, in a house in the city of Apo Keepsing. My mistress came into the room, followed by another lady, and taking me up she said, This is the one I am going to give to the little boy. The other lady took me in her hands and smoothed my curls as she said, Well, he is a dear little fellow, but what a darky he is! My father was an imported Russian poodle. He was pure white with pink eyes and nose, but he was cross. For the only time I remember seeing him, he growled at me and I hid in my mistress's skirts while she scolded him. My mother was a sky terrier, silver-gray in color and very intelligent and affectionate. Our mistress loved us dearly and used to wash us and comb our hair until we were as clean as children. She was a pretty woman, and we all loved her as much as she did us, and would run to meet her and kiss her hands and jump in her lap as soon as she sat down i used to wonder who the little boy was to whom i was to be given and when he would come for me but time went on and i was still with my mother and had nearly forgotten about being given away one day when i was about five months old my mistress came into the room and said to her daughter emma where is sandy i pricked up my ears for that was my name She then called me and I ran to her. She took me in her arms and carried me to the street. There was a wagon standing by the sidewalk and in it were a gentleman and a dear brown-eyed little boy who gave a pleased laugh and caught me in his arms as my mistress held me up to him and he hugged me so hard that it almost hurt. Then the gentleman thanked my mistress and she said, Goodbye, Sandy. And I tried to get back to her, but the horses started off and I had to go too first we went up a long hill where trolley cars ran and where wagons horses and people were coming and going all the time then we drove on over a softer road with less noise and so few houses that sometimes i had to look all around before i could see any but at last the horses turned in through a gateway and stopped at a large white house the little boy called mama come and see the new dog AND OUT ON THE STOOP CAME A YOUNG LADY WITH A BABY IN HER ARMS, AND SHE SAID, WELL, WELL, WHAT A FUNNY LITTLE BLACK FELLOW. BUT SHE SAID IT WITH A LAUGH IN HER EYES, SO I KNEW SHE LIKED MY LOOKS, AND WHEN THE GENTLEMAN PUT ME ON THE STOOP, I RAN TO HER, AND SHE TOOK ME UP AND LET THE BABY PULL MY CURLS. I WAS SO GLAD TO BE LIKED THAT I KISSED THEM BOTH EVER SO MANY TIMES, UNTIL THE LADY LAUGHED AND SAID, HERE, MY SON, TAKE THIS LITTLE KISSER IN AND GIVE HIM SOME DINNER. I was glad to hear that, for I was very hungry. The next day the little boy said he meant to call me Dick. So his mother took my head between her hands and said, Dear little doggie, your name is Dick now, so don't forget that we mean you when you hear us say it. I wagged my tail as hard as I could to tell her I would remember, and I did so well that it wasn't long before I forgot to expect to be called Sandy and grew to like Dick much better. I found I had come to live on a farm with cool green grass to run through cats to chase chickens to hunt and horses and cows to look out for one day i was barking at a cow to make her go into the barn and she turned quickly and kicked me against the fence it hurt me pretty badly and i was sick for several days my new mistress gave me medicine rubbed my sides and kept me in the house by her until i felt better there was another dog at this house he was a great saint bernard called brian and he used to play with me and scare me almost to death his paws were so large that when he struck me in play he nearly knocked my breath away there were seven people in this home the little boy's mother and father baby sister their grandfather and a little woman and a young man who did most of the work my mistress used to talk to me and teach me how to do things i soon learned to jump and speak and shake hands to sit up lie down Roll over and do other little similar tricks. When she went out with her horse, I would go too, and sometimes when we were alone, I would sit on the seat by her side. One day, all were going for a drive, and I was to stay at home. But after they were gone, I became so lonesome that I ran off after them and tried my best to catch them. After I had run a long way, I saw the wagon ahead of me, and so I hurried on until I was close to them. I went on for some time without anyone seeing me but at last my mistress turned her head and saw me trotting along through the dust. She looked surprised and shook her head at me, but did not tell the others. By and by, the horse stopped at a house, and I was so tired I ran up to the wheel and cried to be taken in. Then the little boy cried out, Why, here is Dick. How did he get here? And his papa said, Dick, you rascal, what did you follow us for? i hung my head for i thought i might get a whipping for coming without permission but the gentleman only laughed and taking me up put me in under the seat wasn't i glad to lie down and rest when the baby began to creep she and i used to have great fun on the floor i would stand still and let her catch me and then jump away and back at her and she would laugh and crow with delight the little boy was in school part of the day but we always had a good run after he came home my mistress used to say to me dick it is half past three and time for brother to come home from school and then i would run down to the gate and watch for him and when i saw him coming we would run to meet each other and such a hugging as i would get but for that great dog i would have had a happy life on the farm but brian used to bat me around so roughly that i was afraid to go near him and at last one day he struck me with his paw and rolled me over He then stepped on me, and I was hurt so badly that I could not get up. My mistress ran out and picked me up in her arms and scolded Brian until he hung his head and tried to lick her hand. Then she said, Well, I suppose you didn't intend to hurt Dick, and, after all, you are only a dog, and people do more thoughtless things than this. I stayed in the house nearly all the time until my sides were well and every day brian came to the door to ask how i felt and to tell me how sorry he was for having hurt me he was an affectionate dog but very thoughtless and i often heard our mistress say that he was very different from the majority of st bernard dogs for they were generally very intelligent and trustworthy perhaps brian had not been well treated during his puppyhood for that is the time to form a dog's character by talking to us when we are little we soon learn to understand what is required of us and then if people are kind we always will try to do as they wish my mistress used to say that the worst things a person could do was to abuse a dog or a horse for both were too good friends to be ill-treated there were four horses on the farm a black mare named dot a black horse billy a large bay milo and a young chestnut horse called archie when my mistress and the children went for a drive milo generally took them and then i used to go too sometimes i ran ahead to see if the roads were all clear and one day i saw a snake going across the road i ran back as fast as i could to tell milo to hurry so the children could see it they were taught not to be afraid of everything as some children are but to be interested in all living things so i always told them when i found snakes or turtles or any odd things out of doors one day soon after i had recovered from brian's playfulness i heard the little boy's father say to my mistress we will have to send dick away she said why so on account of brian and he replied yes i think it will be better for dick to have a more gentle playmate well said my mistress i can send dick down home i was lying on the floor beside her chair listening as hard as i could and wondering where down home was and whether i would be treated well and if the people would like me and a hundred other things but under all ran the thought that i was to leave my dear little master the baby and my mistress and it made me feel so badly that i gave a howl of sorrow before i knew it my mistress looked surprised and exclaimed why dicky what is the matter i climbed up in her lap and licked her face and hands and tried to beg her to keep me with her i must have succeeded for she hugged me close and said did you hear what I said, my doggie? Well, never mind, Dicky. You will be happier there than you are here. But I didn't believe that, for it didn't seem as though I could be happy away from these three. After that I followed her wherever she went, and she used to laugh at me and call me her shadow. But I wanted to be with her all I could before she sent me away. About a week after this my mistress said, Dickie, I am going to take you to town this morning. I was delighted but when a little after the little boy before he went to school kissed me ever so many times and said good my dear doggie it set me wondering what was going to happen the next thing that occurred was very unpleasant for the little boy's father put me in a box and nailed slats across the top so that i couldn't get out i did not like to be a prisoner and tried to scratch the slats off but it was of no use so at last i sat down and waited to see what would happen next as soon as milo was harnessed the young man put me into the wagon and led milo to the house my mistress and the baby came out and off we went as soon as we were on our way my mistress leaned over and said dear doggy, i am afraid you are not very comfortable in there but you will soon come out and she gave me her hand to lick then i felt better and sat looking out as we drove along to the city pretty soon we stopped in front of a store and a young man came out my mistress said to him i want to send this dog to new york by express going out she procured some meat and put it in the box for me and then she said "Goodbye, my dear old dick you are going where i would like to be myself be good and love everyone for me after a while a man came for me and put the box in a wagon he took me a long way through the city to a place where there were cars and locomotives i was put in a car with a queer little brass check tied to the box and soon the car began to go very fast indeed. The next thing I knew, a man was hauling my box out of the car and put it on a sort of wheelbarrow and took me off across a street or two and to a boat. After I had been taken off the boat, my box stood for a long while in a corner, and I was just about ready to cry myself to sleep when I heard a gentle voice say, Here he is, and it is Dick, sure enough! It was too dark to see plainly, but I could see a lady, a gentleman, and a young girl. The lady continued talking to me while the gentleman broke open the box so I could get out. At last the slats were off, and out I bounced, and the lady said, Dick, I am your little master's grandma. And then I was very glad, for I knew I was home at last. Pretty soon we all four started to walk up a road. The lady led me by a cord around my neck, as she was afraid I would run away but if she had known how glad i was to find friends she would not have worried about that the house we reached was a large one with beautiful lawns and gardens and i soon found out that i was to be known as Brother's dog and to be petted because i belonged to him all through the winter and spring i lived an easy happy life with but one break in the quiet days and that was when my dear little master mistress and the baby came for a visit "'I was so glad to see them that I jumped and barked "'until I was all tired out. "'How I did miss them when they went away again. "'Along towards spring one night "'we heard bells ringing and men shouting, "'and I ran out into the yard to see a great glare of fire "'along the river just a short distance above our home. "'A large building was all ablaze, and it burned to the ground. "'The next morning a poor little cat came to the place. "'She had been in the fire and was horribly burned.' brothers's grandpa brought her into the barn and gave her some milk and after a while she crept into my house to rest this poor thing was in such a terrible condition that i felt sorry for her and began to talk to her to find out what i could do to help lessen her pain i made her welcome to my bed and we lived together after a while for she said my thick curls made a warm bed for her poor burned sides to rest on so i tried to help her get well by and by the people began to call her Bob, and say she was Dick's cat, and that pleased me so much that I began to be quite fond of her, and many a cozy nap we had together. Her burns healed nicely, but half her ears and nearly all her tail was gone. She looked very queer, but she was a gentle little cat. I licked her ears for her and kept them clean, so they healed nicely too. When she lived with us a month or two, I came around to my house one afternoon and there were three tiny gray kittens. I was surprised, and asked Bob what they were doing there, and she replied that they were her babies. Then I was glad and kept them warm for many times while she was off hunting. When they grew large enough, they used to play tag over my back, while Bob and I lay talking together, and after a while I found they liked to have me play with them, and for some reason I enjoyed a good romp as much as they did. One day, when they were all climbing over me, one put his paw on my nose so i couldn't breathe and i took him in my mouth and carried him off on the lawn and gave him a good shaking but dear me he knew i wasn't angry and didn't mind it a bit now the long sunny summer days are coming and i'm waiting eagerly for when the warm weather comes my dear little master and his mother and baby sister are coming for a long visit then i'll be the happiest dog in town for i'll have to go walking with two playmates and my mistress it is strange how few people understand dogs or any other animal for that matter the majority seem to think that all we are good for is to be kicked and abused the people at both my homes are as kind to their animals as to their children and love and care for us just as we need i suppose that my history is not a very important one but it will show how a dog can love and appreciate and tell what a truly happy life i have had so far because i have been with good-hearted people I am not a very old dog yet, but I hope to live many years with my kind friends in the beautiful home I now have, and wish all animals were as well off as yours truly, Dick. Catherine Watkins Lawson. End of section nine.